Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Tuesday morning. It is June 4th, 2019. June 4th. Here we are. And we're welcoming today by talking about what to expect as we become emotionally awake to ourselves. Before we get to that, I did want to mention the chat has not been working for some reason. The um, <laughs> There's always something to mention with Blog Talk, and I'm so grateful we have it because when I looked for alternatives, there really weren't any um, international forums, good forums that can offer you a service like this. So I am really grateful. We don't have chat right now for today or yesterday or the end of last week. However, you can still call in and we can hear and and I just can't get lifetime comments. So I'm sorry about that. But today, what to expect as we become emotionally awake to ourselves? That's a big follow act. Only because once you wake up, it's like you're getting out of a fog and you start looking around your life and you realize that the people around you did not wake up like that. There's this like domino effect of what happened. If for a minute you start to think you are better than everybody else because they don't know yet, take yourself back to the fork in the road. Because if you're thinking that, you didn't wake up all the way. Because being awake, you start to think of yourself in terms of self-love. You know you can do what you dream of. You try new things to see if they're for you or not instead of just, oh, I don't like that. Well, I don't like that either. Well, I don't like that either. If you kind of something you want to do, you try it. You now know that everything isn't for you. You can't be everywhere at one time. And everyone is not for you. You can't please everyone at one time. And you may love people for not the right reasons and they won't be able to come to you because deep inside you know that. And you may fall in love with people you don't see coming and you, you, you understand it and you try it because you want to learn why. And your lessons, the lessons that you learn instead of getting mad at the outcome. You take a look at what you learned and you can say no when you need to, which turns yes into a very important yes. And you start to trust the future will work out just as things have worked out so far. It's not like I had this horrible past and now what do I do? How do I live this hard life? Or you can look at your past subjectively and say, hey, it actually wasn't that bad. There were parts of it I didn't like, but 
There's parts of everyone's past they don't like. So how do we deal with that? How do we accept that so that we're not living there? Learn to forgive yourself for what you don't know and others for what they don't know. Because if you don't know things, then that goes to them too. Start having space. You want your partner to be your friend. Your partner being your friend is bigger than being your partner. Because if they're just your partner and not your friend, what are you sharing at this point in time in our history? Because we need, in our lives, we need to have givers and takers, not just givers and not just takers. Because the givers become martyrs in some way, and the takers become insensitive. But if you have the combination of giving and taking inside of you, it's not a martyr or anything else. It's just a relationship. It relays. It goes back and forth. There's an energy exchange. And friendship allows for that because when there's friendship, the fears of being accepted or loved or not are not there. Things are solved. It's resolution. It's recovery that creates the friendship. But love cannot be one-sided. So if you just have a partner, someone who's there as your wife or husband or boyfriend or girlfriend or partner of some kind, and you have friends for everything else, that's over time, there's not going to be enough energy exchanged for the relationship to last. You also know that people that are closest to you are a reflection of who you really are. Sometimes we outgrow people. And we don't know it. And then one conversation we may have with them shows us so much. And we both start to realize, oh, my God, when did we become that different? You talk about it. You're realistic. So being awake is something that we're seeing a lot of now. Being awake is free of judgment because it doesn't need judgment anymore. How do you judge when you understand? Judgment only comes from the lack of understanding. You learn to accommodate. You understand that no one is left behind. You may not be in charge of everybody. You may not be in charge of everybody. But you know that God takes care of everybody. It's not your job to change anyone. You don't take on a project or put someone up on a pedestal and think you're going to change them. You're not going to get them to do things your way. You're not going to make them love you. You're not going to show them how much you love them because you don't need. You're not a display. You're not a trinket. You're not a toy. And neither are they. The hardest one I get is the changing other people. And the millennials 
and younger don't think like that. They definitely look at what's in front of them. And they know if it's somewhere they can be or not. Or want to be or not. They don't say, well, you know, I'll get them to marry me. And then, you know, over time, we'll stop doing this and we'll start doing that. And I'll be in charge. Not going to happen the same way. Because something is different when we're all awake. The biggest difference when we are all awake, the biggest difference is the respect for individuality. Because once you accept yourself and your gift, You get this, like, calm, this patience. It doesn't have to go around telling everybody what's wrong. And you don't go around telling everybody what's right either. It's a calm. It's like when you're faced with something and you don't like it, and it's, you know, for some reason in the past few days, I've been getting situations that are just, they feel negative while they're happening. And I get it. I get where people are coming from. But when somebody doesn't fully trust themselves, They are not going to trust others. They can't because they don't have it inside of them yet. So they'll question you and they'll push you and they'll want to know why. Why? The world isn't going to end. All we have to do is build on something positive any positive thought of growth. That, hey, you know what? If I do this, I know I'll grow. I don't blame the person who taught me. I don't say this was their job. It didn't work out. I'm either involved or I'm not. We let anger at others be seen as our own not as them. And that's another big one. Other than changing people, when we feel angry, we now know that there's something in us that's unresolved, has nothing to do with them. What has happened to me, which was the biggest movement as I wake up, because You know, we're all waking up every day to more and more. It's not like, oh, well, I'm awake now and you're not. Sorry. It's it's not like that. It's, It's an intricate understanding. It creates space for you within yourself to say, hey, I'm really angry about that. When, when that man wrote me and started blaming me and started, you know, throwing up on me for 
whatever reason, he believed. It was all because he was scared. He was scared to go to the doctor. But what happened to me? Getting that, receiving that, the old me would have fallen right into that trap in a second. I wouldn't have even had a second. It would have been a heartbeat. Boom. I was, I'd be in it. But now, years later, I saw it. I still had my old reaction. But my new brain that knows better said, oh, wow, this again. You know, I already did know that these personality traits existed, but I was exempt from them. Now the person feels close to me, close enough in a weird way to unleash their anger. So I saw that. And I didn't blame them. I understood. I do understand till now. Why? But I also knew. I also knew that they want from others what they don't have. And when somebody wants from you, What they don't have, you are playing the guessing game. And you are going to get attacked quite a bit until they figure it out. One of the reasons I like doing the radio show is that as we wake up every single day, These examples of what happened to us in real life is what we need to hear from each other. That may be revisited one day. In my heart, I want it to be. Do I want to take part in confrontations and accusations and all that stuff? There's something Christ says to me all the time. And he says, silence is louder than words. And in some cases, not all cases, is that something we need? Now, if my child came to me that way, they're my child and I live with them, we will eventually talk about it and probably many times in that same scenario. We would get past the accusations. We would get onto the real conversation. We would start figuring out whose stuff was what. But that would take a lot of time, depending on how old the child was and how willing they were to receive you. And times it would be needed to be silent, and other times it wouldn't. It's a really fine mind between being more awake and not to knowing when to do those things. And the awake person, the person who's more awake than their surroundings, doesn't mean you know everything. It just means you're willing 
to grow and learn because you understand that you don't know everything. When people think that they've got life down pat, it's in a package with a bow on it, and if anything doesn't fit into that square, you're out. But the truth is that being awake is just the calm. You get to live on earth calm. And when you get excited, you really get excited. When you get mad, you still get mad. Doesn't mean like you walk around placid, like there's no, you know, people think that people who are spiritual, they can't get mad because mad is looked at as, as negative. But mad, mad is an emotion. When I see people get hurt senselessly by the hands of other people, and they don't know that they just freed that person and sent them home. They think they're powerful, exhibiting anger. It just makes me mad that we live in a world that doesn't accommodate the people who need help. It makes me mad that we don't focus on emotional well-being and that money, the stock market, is way more important than 10 people getting hurt today or shot. It makes me mad that people are walking around the streets and don't have a bathroom or a home or a bed to sleep in. Those things make me mad because any time we don't take care of each other, any time we've left one person behind, we have not done our job. At the end of the day, it's not about things, it's about people. It's not about money, it's about people. And as I wake up and I'm doing this work and I'm getting good, bad, and indifferent thrown at me and I'm hearing people's fears, doubts, and worries and their controls and their guilt and their their feelings of being stuck or, or some people even being mad at me for waking up because now what do they do? Well, it's not my job to navigate your life and that's what people want because we've had people navigating everybody's lives all along. If we're alive today, all we've had were templates. You go to school, you graduate. You go to this school, you graduate. You do this, then you go and hope that somebody will hire you. We never thought of hiring ourselves. We never thought of taking what we love to do and creating a world around it. So there's these old paradigms and these new paradigms and Right now, we're in a whole mixing bowl of stuff sorting itself out. I am a guide. I am an emotional guide. I can carry you through those things. And these shows, every single day, every single day, gives us all an opportunity all an opportunity to hear that portal between us and the best of what we know in God, in Christ. 
I'm even past the whole religious connotations of seeing Christ because I, I don't even see Christ as a religion anymore. When I, when I first woke up, when I first saw Christ, it's a reaction that most people who wake up get. I got mad. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't know this and nobody else knows it. Where do I fit in? I got to go back to how I was. And you need to go away. And then two weeks later, I'm like, don't go away. I'll figure this out. And it took a long time of feeling weird. It took a long time of feeling like you have four arms and three legs. It takes a long time to realize how to stand up for your soul and that your soul is important enough for you to do that. Christ really is just love. Love means space to grow, understanding that, allowing. Love is not passive at all. We have been taught that love is passive. Oh, they're just those spiritual people. Oh, they're just, and I don't even consider myself spiritual because of all the stuff thrown at it, the way religion is. And people say, well, what do you call this? You? It's us. The minute we start slapping labels on us, we try to be something and we start Xing out other things. Individuality is the new way of life. And if you really look around you, you will see it everywhere. We have the highest number of entrepreneurs in our country than we ever had in our history as a country. We have what they call digital nomads that we talked about two weeks ago that can work anywhere in the world. We are starting to see the lines of the people who can see and the people who cannot. And they're two different languages, just like Christ said in Origins of Truth, two different languages, the language of love, the language of lack of love. Yesterday, I saw the biggest example of the lack, the lack of understanding. There was someone, and I'm I'm not going to say names or anything, but there was someone who was recorded saying something, recorded. They were playing the recording. And they full on denied they said it. I did not say that. Even with the recording, even with them telling that person there was a recording, they, they stuck by their lie. And then they stand there so they didn't say it and everyone has to pretend they didn't say it so that everyone can cope. It's actually absolutely fascinating to see. But when you can't wake up, you accept the taught in error, things we were taught in error. And when we accept a lie as the way to behave, 
and we accept that one taught in error, you can bet that there's a boatload of things that we accept that don't make sense. And then what happens to us is we wonder what's real in the world. What can we trust? We can't trust anything. And it's because we accepted anything. And it leaves us on a sliding scale of what's real and not. But when you're awake, you know that whatever's around you may not be real to anybody else, but it is to you because you can see it, touch it, feel it, and react to it. And that you're here to see it, touch it, feel it, and react to it. And you choose the best way that you can in your heart so that you don't look back and think, I wish I didn't lie there. Oh, I wish I told the truth there. Oh, I wish I took better care of that. Oh, I wish I, you don't do that as often because you think about it on the front end instead of on the back end in the reaction phase. It's understanding our own role in our own life. In the very beginning, when I saw Christ and he said to me, (laughs) who would you be if everyone you knew did not know you? And I'm like, what? Seriously? Like, who would I be? Well, how would I be? I don't know because I've only known everyone I know. And it was like, exactly. Who are you? I could not answer that question at the time. Who am I? I couldn't answer it. I kept trying and I kept saying, well, it sounds like me. It looks like me, but it's not really me. There's things in me I don't say to people. Things in me I do want to do that I haven't done yet. But I realized because I couldn't answer that question, I couldn't get where I wanted to go because I didn't believe it enough to see it. It was like my hidden box of treasures inside of me, you know, waiting for its day in the sun. But I had to do this first and that first and please this person and please that person and make sure my parents weren't mad at me for my choices. And, you know, it went on and on. And then once I took out what everybody else wanted, I realized I had nothing left for me. By the time I would have gotten to me, the time to do those things would have come and gone. Isn't that crazy? But it was part of waking up. That realization that I would have never gotten to myself because I was, you know, segueing here and lateralizing there and doing this for this person, doing that for that person. I thought, wait a minute, how did I end up and why did I accept working for everyone else when nobody's standing there working for me? I can't even imagine somebody trying to do for me what I try to do for others, trying to do what I need to have done for myself and letting them do it. couldn't imagine it. And then I said, well, why am I doing that? What's in me that wants to pick everyone up and take care of them? 
Smith, time went on. Christ answered that question for me without me even knowing he answered it. Started chiseling my road and showing me. You want to help people. You love being of service. You, that's who you really are, like really are. It's not like who I'm trying to be. That's actually my core. And once I, I accepted that, I had to figure out how to do it for everyone instead of for one person at a time. And that was a huge leap of faith on my part because I didn't know how I could reach people because I'm so intimate, so hands-on, so I want to touch and feel everything. Just accepting the real us, answering that question, who would you be if everyone knew you, did not know you? That understanding allows the part of you that wakes up to stay alive even when you don't fit into your surroundings, not blaming anyone for not knowing something, but knowing that they have their journey, they have their path, that trust, that acceptance, that growth, the accommodation for the growth, that's the calm. Oh, you guys, my time is up. I will see you tomorrow on Relationship Wednesday. Have a great day. We may be doing another show on this one. It just keeps growing and growing. Have a great Tuesday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.